Hello, and welcome to Readership Minutes. I'm your host, Ed Brixey. This is episode five, Taking the Lead. This week, we're continuing last week's discussion on preparing for your journey. Let's get started. I'm going to make a little prediction here. 2022 will be an incredibly difficult year for leadership. Now, some of you are saying, well, no, we'll be out of the pandemic and be okay by then. Other of you might be might hear that and say, God, why are you even talking about 2022? We still have to get through 2021. But being forward thinking, being planning ahead, understanding the situations that we find ourselves in, that's what we talked about all last week. And we're continuing that discussion this week. Why will 2022 be difficult? Why will 2022 be difficult? Because by then we'll be out of crisis mode. And for all of the things that we're seeing with remote work, all of the problems are going to start showing up. Whereas 2020 into 2021, we're still kind of riding the euphoria of it. We're still, it's something new. We're piecing things together. Once it becomes old hat, then we're going to start to see where a lot of the significant challenges come from. And where a lot of those challenges are going to come from, at least the way I feel, is we're going to lose a lot of touch and we're going to lose a lot of leadership presence. Now, most of the managers I've spoken to and coached over the past few months, they can't wait to get back to the office. A, because yes, they'll be able to see people again, the water cooler talk, the, just the network and a what is now unfamiliar territory becoming re-familiar with it and having a desk to go to and someplace to hang your hat. The stress from discord and communications to figuring out, hey, what do I do with the time that, I was not, that I'm not commuting anymore? And some of those managers that can't wait to go back can't wait to go back because they don't have that time management. They don't have that separation between work and home. And it is quite honestly driving them nuts. Others I've spoken to absolutely love it. Can't wait to keep going remote. They've figured out how to keep that family balance and they're doing extremely well there. So it's a mixed bag for what we're seeing for managers moving forward. The shift on the back end of the pandemic, as we start to not be fully remote, as we embrace more hybrid models, As we figure out more of a personalized approach to the workforce, how do we get these touch points back? How do we bring back the water cooler talk? How do we go back and continue to network and work within career development, find mentors, have presence before our teams where we're just not managing workflows and making sure that objectives are being complete, but we're finding ways to work with them and inspire them. That's what we're going to be missing. And this is coming. Building on the reports from last week, Only 11% of companies expect all their employees to return to the office entirely. Most companies are going to be embracing some sort of a hybrid model for their workforces. The challenge here becomes, and this is the challenge we as leaders need to be ready for, what's next? How do we make sure to continue to build the relationships within our organizations that truly give us that competitive advantage within our marketplace? A while back, Google had a survey identifying some of their top managers' leadership traits, the guys that consistently scored well on performance metrics and the guys who truly showcased leadership potential. The eight things they found was they're good coaches, they empower their teams, they express interest in their team's members' success and personal well-being, productive and results-orientated, good communicators, and they listen. They help employees with career development, They have a clear vision and strategy, and they have those key technical skills that puts them in an advisory position towards their teams. These are all great things, and these are all things that we're going to see continue. I see this constantly when I'm coaching people. When I start to see traits like this, I know that that is a high-potential employee, and that's somebody that's going to move into some great roles. 
these are all soft skills. These are all things that are developed over time and through strong mentorship and setting an example. And these are all things that become much more difficult when we're in a remote environment. Just the same, this same survey identified several pitfalls. They have trouble making that transition to the team in a team leader position. They don't have a consistent approach to performance management. And they spend too little time managing and communicating. Here's the pitfalls that I've seen with remote work. Managing that transition to the team means you've been exposed to these proactive and positive leadership elements before you ever get into that role and you've had space to practice them on a lower level. That's very, very difficult to do remotely. That's something that requires consistent guidance, mentorship, and strong coaching. That consistent approach to performance management. What are our new KPIs? How do we start judging and evaluating our work? How do we understand what success looks like? This will change as things go remote and even hybrid. And managing that's going to be tricky. And putting forth a a consistent approach there is going to be even trickier. And spending too little time managing and communicating. Communicating especially. Oh, remote work. We just put in a little webinar when we need it. Or we have our weekly team meeting. That's not enough for a leader. Water cooler talk matters. Informal relationships absolutely matter. Which don't exist at the end of a Zoom call. At the end of a meeting, we always could swap at least a couple hellos as we left the conference room. As we leave a Zoom room... We all click that big red button and our screen disappears and we carry on with whatever work. We miss a lot of those most valuable conversations. Anybody who's ever been to a conference, and I say this as having been a keynote speaker, we don't deliver the most value to a conference. We deliver a significant amount. We create talking points, but the greatest value for the attendees at the conference are those hallway conversations. What did they think about that keynote? What did they think about that breakout session, that workout? And how are they going to apply it and move forward with it and continue maybe some of those lessons that they've learned? Those are the most valuable conversations at any conference. Those conversations very, very become much more infrequent when we find ourselves working remotely. So how do we bring that back into the workspace? And how do we make sure that people are having those conversations with a great diversity of people within the organization and not just their little silos? The greatest challenge we're going to see in 2022, it will be leadership development. And it will be exactly because all of these great points that we see coming from leaders will be diminished and all of these pitfalls will be much easier to fall into. Leadership thrives on presence. We talked about this in the last episode. You are the example for your team and it remains being an active participant and guide to the team while supporting them in their activities. Remote work is a barrier to presence. It is absolutely better than zero, but it is certainly not 100% as good as being there. This We are going to see a dramatic effect on our work styles, and we're going to see this becoming a new normal. We're going to see this becoming a new environment that we all operate in. So how we operate in that effectively is going to change, and we have to be ready for that change. And as leaders, we have to be ready to step up. When we're stepping up, the key thing to remember is this is absolutely a framework, especially when we find ourselves in the dynamic environment that we're in today. Having a solid line by line, here's exactly what we're going to do. Here's our pure roadmap. We've printed it off of MapQuest and we're following it step by step is going to be great until we hit that first roadblock, until we hit that first construction site. Does your plan include the part where it doesn't work? Does it include your plan B? No plan ever survives first contact with reality. We can spend days whiteboarding things and have the most detailed step-by-step guide, and we will. there will be some sort of a monkey wrench that gets thrown into it. Murphy's Law exists for a reason. There will always be something which requires you to rethink and adapt in any leadership position. 
So keep this in mind when you're building your goals, when you're planning this route ahead. 2021 is going to be rough. 2022 might be even rougher. So all these situations, the people that we work with, all of it is dynamic. Embrace that. Understand it. Accept it. Have contingency plans. Have a plan B. Don't, you don't even have to tell anybody as long as it's in your hip pocket so that you can pull it out when you're ready. It doesn't have to cover every single contingency. It doesn't have to cover every single, this might happen. It's simply some ideas on where to pivot next when things do go wrong. So the core of our framework becomes what are our fundamental skills? What do we fall back on when what we're doing doesn't work? What are the core requirements for our positions? What are the core requirements for our team members' positions? And how well-developed are they so that they're not only competent at their jobs, but they're competent when their jobs are changing and they can take these skills and reframe them in new ways and reuse them in new environments in order to continue to be successful. Take stock of that. Take some time and reflect on that framework of skills and practices for your team. Focus on what those skills are. What do you practice daily? Go deep, go get gritty with this. And then focus on how you improve them. Not only improving competency, because your team members are likely already very competent in these skills. How do you get them to use these skills to think outside the box and adapt them into new environments and help start preparing them for some of the changes that you know are coming? Thank you for joining me on Leadership Minutes. It has been great to take this journey with you and I look forward to continuing in the future. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast subscriber. And definitely reach out to me with any questions and comments at ed at leadfromthefront.net. Have a fantastic day. See you soon. This podcast is copyrighted by Edward Brixey, all rights reserved. No part may be copied, modified, republished, transmitted, or otherwise distributed without express written permission.